Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park So, hey, it looks like we're going to do another one of these Just Another Fanboy Classic episodes. This is number 31. Comes from March 30th of 2007. And uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time here with the intro because these episodes, now that Karen, my wife, has joined me as a co-host, or at least she did back then, the episodes are quite long. So just a couple of quick things. First of all, it was around this time, apparently, that I started to play around with the intros and just doing silly stuff and extending them and and adding noises and sounds and music and all that junk. And I think at the time, Bullpen Bulletins was doing these extended intros that had a lot of fun stuff at the beginning. And uh, I think I was trying to not steal what they were doing, but taking that as kind of an inspiration to 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 do my own silly thing at the beginning of episodes. And I don't know if this how long this continues. For all I know, this is only the 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 only episode I do it on. But I feel like I do it in a number of episodes, but they may be here and there. They may not be like the next 10 episodes in a row, but uh Beyond that, the only other thing I wanted to add is that at one point in the episode, I'm talking about a website, comicaddiction.com. I've talked about this website before on the, the classic episodes. It's, uh, was something that was built by Chris Parton. And, uh, the last time I talked about it, just like this time, I got the URL wrong. It's not comicaddiction.com. It's, it's, uh, comicaddiction.net. It's uh, not the same website that it was back then. It's still out there. You can go find it. You can go look it up because that is where the Boom Addiction and the Comic Addiction podcast, uh, those podcasts, those episodes, that's where they're hosted. Um, That's where they're published, you know, before they hit that RSS feed and get out there all across the 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 podcatchers of the world. And, And that those two shows, of course, are hosted by Chris Parton and Ed Moore. Ed, you may recognize uh, the name. He is the co-host of the Superman Super Show along with me. Anyway, here's the episode. Enjoy. You're listening to Just Another Fanboy, the podcast with too much time on its hands. Just Another Fanboy is a Lynx Broadcasting production and a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Comics! The following morning at the Hall of Justice. What is your favorite thing in the world besides your wife and baby? Comics. Yes. The Legion of Doom is now in session. Comics! Not to mention. 
of the evil genius and brilliant leadership of myself, Lex Luthor. No, 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 wait, tell me about comics. Tell me about comics. Moments later, at the estate of Bruce Wayne, alias Batman, another sinister nightmare is about to unfold. Always play foosball for comics. Comics! <laughs> Batman guess right, but him not guess me bizarro with Bluthor device to change voice. Just like a comic book! Just like a comic book! Just like a comic book! Welcome to episode number 31 of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Stephen, and joining me again... Hello. Karen. Hi. My wife, how you doing? I am well, thank you so much. You're well. Hey, you know no, what? No, I'm not really. No? I'm all sniffly. Oh, yeah, we're fighting a cold, both well, of us. Well, I think today it's more, it feels more allergy related. My eyes are watery, my nose is running. Gonna so try our, I'm going to be making some... Oh, we'll, we'll both try our best not to sniff into oh, the I, mic. Well, I'm not going to be able to help it, probably. Yeah, so Sniffing I got to... and I'll be blowing my nose. But you know what? I don't have a sore tummy this week. Well, that's a... Oh, good. Yeah, because on Tuesdays... the last two weeks in a row... You've been jinxed. I've been, ji- I've been jinxed. With a Tuesday belly ache. Okay, so I got a couple announcements before we get into the show. dun da 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 First of all, we will not hear anything from Norman and Gary this week. Loser. Not a sausage. Okay. Norman's a little under the weather. Couldn't come in. Okay. As he's pretty much Gary's ride. Couldn't make it. What a pity. Yeah. I also, uh, that kind of segues into the next announcement, which uh, I tried a little experiment last week, the comic book theater. Yeah, you did. And uh, when I thought of it, it sounded really good on paper, but as soon as the boys recorded it, not so much. But I went ahead and put it I in. I don't think it was such a bad idea. I liked. I thought it was rather clever, but not a big hit. But it wasn't bad either. Well, I'll, I'll read you a couple of comments here because I, I sent it out to the listeners to just say, okay, look, I'm going to put it on here. Right. Tell me what you think. Like or not like, you know, we'll see if it comes up in future episodes. Oh, and I like that you respect your regular listeners enough to say, tell me honestly when I throw yeah. out new stuff if you like it or not. And I'm glad that they respect you enough to be honest about it. Yeah, I mean, we, I had a couple of responses, uh, one or two that was... Brutally they, honest. They, they like it when I try the new stuff. Yeah. Because it keeps you, the show interesting. New, so yeah, you have to keep playing exactly. around. That's why I'm... But yeah. Over at the forum, cgspodcast.com slash forum, uh, one of the regular listeners... Mis- what does that stand for? CGS? Yeah. Comic Geek Speak. Oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. So- Miskatonic says, drop the comic theater thing. It's not working. Okay. Jay Cargath states, says, uh, while I agree with the previous comment a bit on comic theater, I would also add that I might have loved it were it a scene I was familiar with. True enough. That'd be kind of hard to try to pick out scenes that... That That everybody knows. Exactly. So... Buttons. (laughs) A little... uh, so buttons. So buttons. A little thing here uh, that I came across <laughs> this past week that I'm My kind first of... cough of the night. <coughs> Sorry, I have drainage. First of many. Yeah. Drainage. I have drainage. You need some of that. <laughs> My first big <laughs> sniff right into the microphone. You need some of that mucinex. No, because it's not. 
Okay, mate. No, because it's not that. It's just like the draining from my eyes. Oh, my that eyes are really watery. Gross. Yeah, but my eyes water a lot. It's a bad allergy thing. And the weather's only been nice here for a few days. And I've already got the watery eyes, itchy eyes. And so it runs down into my nasal passages. And then I sniff. And when I sniff, it goes into my throat. And then that makes me cough. Why is <laughs> Why is it that you say... <laughs> draining from your eyes and the first thought that hits my mind is oh, runny God. eggs runny eggs because yeah. you like eggs <laughs> Ooh, okay, that, on top of it see, tonight <laughs> i just i just keep setting them up you keep hitting them on <laughs> okay so the planet comic-con okay there's a, in kansas city uh there's going to be a comic-con in may and before I go into a lot of details here, I want to read uh, directly from the site. Planet Comic Con is the Kansas City area's largest comic book and pop culture event and is held annually at the Overland Park International Trade Center in Overland Park, Kansas. The 2007, no, not at all. The 2007 show offers 40,000 square feet of entertainment over a two day period. 40,000 Feet of comic book stuff. Yeah. Oh gosh. And that's that's probably relatively small compared to like Chicago or San Diego or probably the New York Comic Con. Uh, meet many guests in person, including media personalities, comic book creators, both writers and artists, creators and artists from other genre, models, and more. So, I'd like I'd kind of like to go to this. Yeah. It's going to be on Saturday, May 5th and Sunday, May 6th. May the 5th, Cinco de Mayo, um, which are, well, my hometown, but a town you lived in for a while, Eudora, Kansas. When <laughs> are they, you going to tell it? When they, <laughs> I, it still makes me laugh to this day when I what, think what, about what, it. What did the there sign was, say? Well, they have a, a Cinco de Mayo celebration or get together mm -hmm. in the in the city, small city park for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> and so on the main street, you know, where they, they have one of those like movable bulletin board things. What do you call mm -hmm. those? A marquee. Okay. Um, that'll work. Um, that's where they post stuff that's happening in town. And <laughs> it said Cinco de Mayo, Saturday, May 4th. <laughs> <laughs> and it still just cracks me up. It was just, you know, that's the day they were, you know, doing it because apparently the 5th, the Cinco de Mayo was oh, on a Sunday. On a Sunday and, so. and I don't know. They just small town, a, small town. Uh, Cinco de Mayo. Saturday, this is this May is the 4th. same. Well, this is the same town. <laughs> this is the same town, and it's even. I think it's even been mentioned on the Late Show or the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. The changes Halloween. Yeah, for like three years, two or three years in a row, yeah. they canceled Halloween because of a football game. Football tournament. They postponed kind of Halloween. I yeah, should say. like officially. We're trick or treating on this day, yeah, the day after, don't the day before. Don't, don't send your kids out on Halloween. What a yeah, all for fun. well, and I can understand it was to the children's benefit because a lot of people a wouldn't be home because they'd all be at the game, so the kids wouldn't do very well with the candy getting. And I think two or b <laughs> <laughs> two b whatever two b or not. Okay, okay, just gotta stop it right here. Um, the traffic. Would be very heavy at certain. I mean, really bad at certain points. In a small town, you get quite a, a, a backlog. That's not right. Traffic jams, you know. And uh, 
so it was for the children's safety. But anyway, yeah, they, it's they all cancel for the Halloween. Children. I believe. So any kid who didn't read the newspaper to find out officially that Halloween wasn't going to be on Halloween. They're all out there like Charlie Brown. Where are all the porch lights? So here's yeah. let me just run down a couple of the guests that are going to be there on May the 5th and May the 6th in Overland Park, Kansas. We've got the probably the headliner, Jim Lee, superstar. I'm, I'd like to meet Jim Lee, but I have a feeling that the line for Jim Lee is going to be long. So if I go, I'm, I probably will not meet Jim Lee, but I'm more excited about Tony Moore, Matt Fraction, who lives in Kansas City, um, Phil Hester, Andy Parks. I'd like to go meet those guys. I don't have anything for Phil Hester to sign. I have nothing for him to sign. I have a couple trades, but I'd like to just go shake his hand and just say, I like your stuff. You're awesome. Okay. But May the fifth. So you want to go just to see people? That and maybe I can get uh, my people to maybe get some business cards put together for the show. Pass out some oh, promotional yeah. material. Okay, so you'd be going so, there for your benefit. I mean, not just for fifty-fifty. Okay, but um, hmm. that's if I go because I'd have to burn a vacation day. That's a work and, day. For yeah, you. I don't. On- on Saturday. I don't know how many vacation days I have left for the year, so I guess I should check into that. But yeah, if I go... Only, well, is it an all-day into the evening thing? Because you could always go mm, in the evening when you get off I, of work. I don't know how late it is. Let me look at the website here real quick. You going to look at the website real quick? Am I supposed uh, to just fill in? 10 to 5. Oh. So... Yeah. Yeah, I'd be getting there around 4.30. Like, I'm here. Go home. Yeah. We'll discuss so. that. You know, our options... In regard to yeah. how many vacation days you have for the rest of the year. Yes. And what we year. might need them for. Exactly. But anywho. But if I go, if any of y'all listening are going, let me know. Because if I go, maybe we can, can wear like, like little badges or something or paint our noses red so we all know who we are and go, hey, redhead nose man, you're the fanboy guy. Yeah. So. I wouldn't do that. No, I probably s- not. I don't want to spoil the mystery. No. You know, people have... You listen to people on the radio and stuff, DJs, and you have an idea. You get a picture in your head of what they look like, and then you see them, and you're like, "Oh, that's well, not at all what I pictured." I, I, I've <laughs> so not, I've, I have not. Keep hidden, the mystery alive. I've not hidden the fact that I'm fat. I have red hair, and I'm freckly. Yeah, so, but we haven't discussed me. So this is true. <laughs> I sound cute and perky. <laughs> not tired and old. <laughs> <laughs> So, something else they ran into this week, which was very nice, comicaddiction.com, which is a comic book website run by a listener of the show, Chris Barton. I need a twisty. Has, okay. Can you fill the void while sure. I step away and sure. find, you I get, get my twisty. hair up off my face? Comicaddiction.com, it's a comic book website run by Chris Parton, who is a listener of the show and uh, posts over at the uh, CGS forums, I think as Comic Addict, um, has got our little podcast up as a podcast of the week. Now I know it's up there today and I think, uh, I want to say he put it up there as the podcast of the week, maybe Wednesday or Thursday last week. So maybe by the time this episode actually hits, we may not be up there anymore because the week will have gone by, but, um, we got to start taping Boston legal. We're going to have to pause for a moment to tape. Boston Legal. Let's move it. So, how about an intermission?
Okay. So, Never mind. Yeah, it's not on. Some <laughs> Donny Osmond show's on. Yeah. I knew I didn't like that guy. So they have like two or three weeks of reruns in a row, and then a new episode last week, which I still haven't watched on tape. And then they have then they have another week without it. That just well, that's, that's how shows uh, lose people is by jumping around like that too much. That's because Donny Osmond's a little bit rock and roll. <sighs> Okay, anyway, so what were you saying before I came I in was, yelling fire? I was talking about comicaddiction.com where they've got us listed as the uh, podcast cool? of the week. I'm really proud but of you, honey. As I was stating, though, it's probably the, it'll probably be down by the time this episode is out on Thursday. the week will be up. Yes, so. Well, but you were the Regardless, first. go right. to comicaddiction.com. Yeah. It's a nice centralized spot to get all your comic book news. You know, a lot of times I used to always, I'd go to Newsarama and run through all their news stories and maybe read two or three. And then I'd go over to comicbookresources.com and then maybe read a couple stories over there and search other comic book websites. But uh, Chris does a really good job. Chris Parton, the runner of comicaddiction.com. He does a really good job of, he basically, he goes out there and he finds the news stories and he puts them on his website as, you know, you get the headline, you click on it and then it'll take you to like Newsarama or, but he's a lot of work. Well, he's, he's also got his own stuff on there though, as well. I think he had a, uh, an interview, uh, or something regarding, uh, Devil's Due book, uh, G.I. Joe Storm Shadow, which I haven't read yet, but I'm gonna. Not, not the book, the in, the interview or the story. Anyway, so comicaddiction.com, check it out. So, on Sunday. Yeah. Took the boy to see TMNT. Yeah. And he really seemed to enjoy it at first, mm-hmm. but about an hour and 20 minutes into it, we had to leave because he got a little scared. Got a little scared. And, you know. He's still a little guy. He is. He's only, he's he's not even five yet. And I can understand because there were some pretty scary monsters, you know, in the eyes of a five-year-old. Four-year-old. Four yeah, four-and-a-half-year-old boy. Yeah. Those monsters can be kind of scary. And the turtles themselves, I mean, Raphael and Leonardo spent. Pretty much most of the movie, or at least the first hour and 20 minutes. Sibling rivalry. Kinda. Sibling rivalry. Brothers at, fighting. At odds. Yeah. And so they always looked, to a certain extent, pretty pretty angry. Yeah. And Well, and yeah. it's like I told you when you got home that, in a way, that almost makes me proud. Because I think we've done a really good job of limiting what type of things we expose the kids to. They're, they haven't been exposed to a lot of violence and, you know that kind of fighting sort of thing. I mean, except for what you see in Superman kind mm-hmm. of cartoons and things. I think it was just a little too real, a little too frightening, maybe up on the big screen. Well, and, and I will say... Poor little guy. But he didn't cry or anything, right? No, he just no, he like, just... At one home. point, he just said, I go, I want to go home. <laughs> I said, you want to go home? You don't want to watch the rest of the movie? No, it, it's scary. I scared. Oh, it's so precious. And, of course... <sighs> what? I have to admit guiltily that for the first couple minutes, I tried to talk him into staying. Well, sure. But, uh, because whatever might have been scary might pass. Yeah. You know? But then I realized he wasn't fooling around. He started to get a little louder. Yeah. And so I just said, all right, well, we'll get out of here. That's not a problem. Got to respect the boy. And, uh, he, I could tell he felt kind of bad about it. But, Aww. you know, I explained to him that it just wasn't a movie for him and that there will be other movies that will not scare him that we can go see together. And, and he was okay. Very good. But uh, I will say that as an adult... As a 30-something-year-old man watching 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the big screen, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, first of all, I, I, I said this, I think, to you uh, the first time we watched The Incredibles, that all comic book movies should be made, should be computer generated now. They just should be. And TMNT just really, well, you can do so much more. And TMNT really cemented that for me because. I love the way Elastigirl's hair flutters in the wind when she's riding on that unirail thing. That's awesome. The way her hair, I mean, that made me go, whoa. I mean, that's good work there. In this, in this day and age with computer graphics, the way they are used in live action movies, there's really not a lot that, you know, a director or a writer is going to say, I would like to see Superman doing this. And the studio, can, you know, in this day and age, well, we can't really do that. You know, today's technology, you can, even with live we action. We have the technology. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but. A lot of times anymore, unless you have a huge budget like you do on Superman Returns, the you can really tell in a live action movie when, let's say, the character of Superman turns into a digital character. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times it, it you you can tell that all of a sudden here's here's Brandon Routh flying through the air, oh, and all yeah. of a sudden, oh wait, that's not the actor anymore. That's a digital yeah. creation. If you did the entire movie CGI, you wouldn't have to worry about that. that. Yeah. And the people who did TMNT did a spectacular job with the animation. The story was really good too, at least for the first hour and twenty minutes. You know, for all I know, yeah. For all I know, the ending just was really bad. But I doubt it. I'm looking forward to. Well, didn't it become number one? It did. That's yeah. That's one of my news items. So number one at the box office this past weekend. Pretty cool. Yeah. I also, and then you went to McDonald's afterwards because yes. they had the the turtles and the Happy Meals. Yeah, because we so we went to his, he's got two two turtles. Are they the same one? Yeah, which with the orange. Which one is yeah, he? the red? Michelangelo, red? Okay. which was always my favorite turtle. Aww. But uh, yeah, because we had stopped at my mom's, and my mother was telling me how they have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toys with your Happy Meals, and she's like, and these ain't these aren't just crappy toys like you normally get in a they in do a Happy stuff. Meal. Yeah, they do stuff. They move. So. So I asked Simon, I said, well, we're going to go to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal. Do you want a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy? And he said, yes. And <laughs> a couple of times he'd, he'd play with it. And then he, at one point he handed it to me and goes, no, it's too scary. <laughs> and then 20 minutes later, he wanted it again. He wanted to play with it again. So, yeah. And they did, they played a preview for the underdog movie yeah, beforehand, which I have really mixed feelings about because I grew up watching Underdog, Underdog, Speed of Lightning, Roar of Thunder, which... <laughs> you are such a nerd. <laughs> well, Underdog was awesome. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. I'm not going to sing the song. I got anyway, no idea what that is. Basically, for, for our younger listeners, Underdog was a cartoon way back. I mean, it's... <laughs> I'm well, not younger, but I don't know. You don't know what... Why? Well, Underdog. Underdog. Underdog was an older cartoon even when I was a kid. And basically, you had this guy who was a shoeshine boy. He was a dog. And... <laughs> He was he was a shoeshine, which was weird because he was a dog, okay, but he was enough. called shoeshine boy. <laughs> well, the funny thing about it is the way he turned into underdog. He had a little ring on his finger, and he'd pop open the top of it, and there'd be a little pill in there. And he'd eat the pill, and he'd turn into Aww. underdog. 
Great. But in the movie version, pop yeah, ex- exactly, <laughs> which is which is probably why they're avoiding that aspect of the origin of the underdog. But yeah. in in the the movie you really version, have to think things through like that. These well, yeah, days. everything's so PC anymore. Well, just being but cautious for the kids. In the movie version, underdog is actually a and it, it, it it's a dog. I mean, with a cape and it's a costume on. It's not. It it is to an extent. You know, I mean, it's a. I don't know if it's a completely CGI dog, but it but doesn't it look like, like the car. Like yeah, it looks like a real dog. Yeah. It's got it talks. It's got the voice of Jason Lee. So I don't know. I got kind of mixed feelings about it because when I first heard they were going to do Underdog, I was that pumped. Right on. Yeah, I was I was ready to see Underdog. But it's but different, and for such a fanboy, it's hard to accept. His, his costume didn't fit him very well in in the original cartoon. It was it was it sagged. It was like too big. It was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and they they played. I didn't tell you this. They played a preview for the new Harry Potter. Oh yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Order yeah. of the Phoenix. Looking forward to that. That'll be good. And so I also found out recently. Do you remember last week when I read the comment uh, from the website from a listener named Kevin? Kevin. Hold on. <coughs> that was your first official call. <laughs> Excuse me. And he made a comment about how I hope Norman Oklahoma is not based it. after me. <laughs> Okay, he made a comment about I, right. I just discovered in the last couple of days that that's a, a friend of mine that I used to work with, Kevin. Kevin from and work. I, yeah, and I an IT guy. So uh, Kevin, the IT guy. So how do you, he? he you his, think I remember him from when I worked there? I don't know if Did he was around. Me? I don't know if he was around when you worked there. Okay. But uh, his he his wife listens too sometimes. Hello, so. wife. Yes, awesome. Wife of Kevin. <laughs> and um. I was a little late coming home from work today. Yeah, I made you stop and pick up diapers. <laughs> well, but what else did I bring you? Are we going to announce it? Yeah, go ahead. It's official. It is official. I've read something. Da, da, da. <laughs> I brought home a shiny new hardcover Pride of Baghdad. Yeah. Written by Brian K. Vaughn. Art by Nico. I have no idea how you pronounce that last name. Henrikon? Henrichen? It depends I don't on know. how it's pronounced. <laughs> I was going to say it depends on its origin, and we're not good at that. So. If, if you know, send me a voicemail. There you go. But Problem solved. And you sat down mm-hmm. about an hour and a half ago. Yeah. Read it cover to cover. Yeah. What did you think? It was good. You liked it? It was good. How did, how did the ending hit you? Warning. You are about to be spoiled regarding the end of Pride of Baghdad. If you do not wish to be spoiled, please take a moment to step away from your iPod and maybe go into the kitchen and fix yourself some eggs. Thank you. You mean the fact that they all die? Yeah. Oh, spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> For those who haven't read it, it was, too late. It was... Well, that's sad, of course. Well, because at one point I look over, because um, I'm, I'm getting stuff ready for the show, and I look over, and, and you're, have, I had just, you I've, flipped over to the very last page, I and I said- I started reading it. Well, maybe I was, you know- An eighth, a quarter, of the, a quarter of the way through. I knew, just like I was saying last week, I knew who the characters were, I knew what was going on, and that I needed to know how it ended before I could continue. So and I, I said, oh, no, don't read the last bit. Don't Don't read the ending. Because then you said, well, because now you won't want to read the rest of it. And yeah. I'm like, who are you talking to? It's me. I well, have, yeah, I wanted to know how it ended. I I understand that. But but it was a bit confusing. Because, yes. <laughs> because the, the, the picture last, in the back. The very last page. 
It has the, the, the statue of the lion, yeah. you know, on top of the, the man. And I thought, oh, it's like a whole Planet of the Apes thing. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I get how it ends. They, the lions take over the world. <laughs> but no. And I know. said no. Yeah. There are a couple, Even, couple of things. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was, no, go well, ahead. I, I was just. I would, <laughs> okay. Anyway, because I, I was telling you that. I have seizures I, now from that or something. <laughs> Jeez. Send your com- verbal strobe light. <laughs> send your complaints to just another fanboy gmail.com. <sighs> I was just saying that, you know, when you brought up the whole Planet of the Apes thing, I said, you know, <laughs> other than the fact that the lions and all the other animals talk to each other, it's very much based in reality. Yeah. So nope, no uh, no animals take taking over the over. world or anything. But but just uh, congratulate me, everybody. You know I'm not a fan girl, yay. but I did what I said I was going to do, and it took me till this this today, <laughs> the day of the taping, to do it. But I've got a two week old people magazine I haven't even bothered yeah. to read yet, and I love. That like stuff. I love me that stuff. Well, so and, it's just a matter of time and whatnot. First problem I had when I first started reading it was my eyes because mm-hmm. I wear the glasses. Um, and it was just like I, I hardly ever read anything anymore. I just don't really seem to have the time or whatnot. So first my eyes had a hard time just adjusting to the, the print. <laughs> and then I realized uh, I wasn't exactly sure how to do it. Um do do I? It it always can seems. I yes, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> do I look at all of the pictures first and then read the words, or do I read the words and then look at the mm-hmm. the art? And if I'm all caught up in the words and I want to turn the page and find out what happens next, am I supposed to go back and look at the pictures later? I mean, I there's so much going on visually. I just you know I I wasn't quite sure how to do it, and then I'd forgotten about the the little bubbles. What do you call them? Word bubbles. Okay, good. Bubbles. It, it took me a while to figure out how sometimes the order in which to read those. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was confusing. It was like, it, there's a, there's, for those who have been reading this stuff all their lives, you know how to do it. But well, for me, it was like, okay, I had to stop and think about, okay, who's talking now? And, and then when they have like a big picture at the bottom, mm-hmm. am I supposed to read this stuff on on both sides of each page and then the big thing at the bottom. It was very confusing it's, it's, it's <laughs> here very, and there. It's a very interesting point because you it would, takes you know, a while. as someone who reads comics all the time, you know, it's just like, you, well, duh. You know how. Top yeah, to bottom, left to right. You know, out, but, you know. There, but yeah, because um, I know when I read comics, I tend to, you know, I'll, I'll get like five pages into it and I'll realize I haven't even really looked at the art well, to a like certain when extent. when I get at People Magazine, I flip through the whole thing first and look at everything and then you know, to find out what's in it. And then when I have time to sit down and, and read it, then I know, okay, well, I want to read this first and it was back here. So, I mean, it's, I didn't, I just, anyway. And that's, you know, that's kind of the mark of a good, solid comic book is that. It's confusing? Well, no, that if, if, if you find that, because part of the story is the art, you know. A good a artist will use that, will uses the art to tell the story along with the text, and if you're reading a book and you get about five pages into it and you realize that you're not really looking at the art, the artist probably isn't really doing their job because you need the art to tell the story. Well, and a seasoned reader knows how to how to do both at the same time. 
And I think by the time I got to the end of the book, I was doing, I was doing better at that. Yeah. You know, just you read, you look, you read, you look, you know, your eyes are just kind of going all the time. Well, and, I, and I know that some guys will go through and they'll read the but books. But I read and, a book. Hey. <laughs> a comic but book. Some well, people. Well, a graphic novel. A graphic novel. That's you know, pretty Original cool. graphic novel. But, uh, you know, and some, sometimes what you, what I'll do is I'll, you know, I'll read, you know, and I will be paying attention to the art, but. I'll get to the end and then I'll go back and read it over again to really study, to really look at the art. I can definitely do that again. Because I, at times, I'm like, am I supposed to be looking for hidden? You know, you open up and one page is just, or two pages are one big picture. And I'm like, is there something here I'm supposed to notice? Is this the perspective visually from the lion? Is this what the lions are looking at or is this just... You know, I just I didn't always know, so I'd like to go back and look yeah. through it again. So most of my comments, I guess, probably all of my comments regarding the book are going to be about the technical difficulties of yes. reading it when you're <clears throat> when you're not used to it. Because I I chose to I intentionally just read the story for the story of the lions and the experience they were having. I chose to ignore or not think about any symbolism. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to go there. I just wanted to, you know, because that could have, well, that's you know, a- whatever kind of social commentary was being made, I wasn't interested because it's just, it's well, a touchy, and, it's a touchy subject, you know. Yeah, and that, and that's okay because you know I'm really bad with the symbolism. I mean, I'll I'll read a book and then I'll listen to a podcast where uh, the guys doing the podcast will be talking about the, you know, the different, you know, the symbolism in the book, and they'll be like, and this this panel here is represent. I'm like, really? I didn't catch that at all, and you know that makes sense. And well, because I knew it was there. Yeah, I knew, but even now I'm not exactly sure what what the uh, <coughs> the writer what they were saying and i don't want to know because it's yeah, such a, a heated debate and i just you know i don't want to know what i'm supposed to take away from this in regard to my opinion on the war well and, and i'm so i just ignored it i'm i'm, I'm very much because i i i read this probably two months ago and i didn't take anything away from it other than the fact that it was a very interesting story about um what was happening in Baghdad through the perspective of a you know a pride of lions yeah. you know a family of lions, and from what I understand, um, the the writer um, read a story or saw something on the news uh, during or after the bombing of uh, Baghdad that uh, you know there was a zoo in Baghdad and there were some animals and and I think the article he read or, or saw on TV was mostly about this pride of lions that mm-hmm. had were roaming the streets. And he found that very interesting and he wanted to write a story. Now, if he is actually trying to say something about the war again, I'm not good with symbol. I didn't catch it. So and I just I just enjoyed the story. And then it's all over. I'll go back and I'll read it and read it and read it and, and think about it and analyze it in my own head. I think the the part with was that a bear? Yes, <laughs> it looked like freaking big bear (laughs) it was all black big bear kind of scary when the dialogue between the lions and the bear i believe was trying to indicate something oh probably you know so you know the whole being yeah anyway so yeah i read it and i really enjoyed it for what it was and if i i read something else i'll be a little more seasoned and with my ability to do so and any good writer will tell you that even if if you read something into what they've written and you you know i can totally see that what you are trying to say is this and even if that wasn't their intention they'll be like yeah 
Yeah, that's well, totally what I was that, going for. That's how know? it is with any writer. Claim it. Songs or anything, whatever you Claim can take it. away from it. Exactly. They're, they're, they're good with that. But you yeah. enjoyed it? I did. You almost didn't get it. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I got, I picked it up at our local borders mm-hmm. and I went into the, uh, to the area where they have their we graphic get novels free stuff and trades. Every time we mention yes. stuff. We need to be sponsored. Yeah. Like by borders but, uh, and by, uh, well, by ABC, as much as we mentioned, Duna yes, Crane. Duna Crane. <laughs> but I went back there, and first of all, I don't know how it is. Your local borders, people out there listening. I love my new Swiffer carpet flick. I don't like. <laughs> Please send me refills. <laughs> I love it. I don't like. I don't like shopping. First of all, I hate it. I'm not a big fan of people. But um, I go into the borders, and back there in the two whole shelves that contain the graphic novels. Uh, 75% of which are manga, which is Japanese comics I don't really care for. But there's always seems to be one guy who's in there reading, you know. Oh, yeah. And sure enough, there was a dude sitting there on a footstool, hmm. just stretched out between the two shelves, reading, making it very difficult for me to browse the aisle and mm-hmm. look for this book. But, you know, I stuck it out and I couldn't find it. Oh. So I got on... You know, I got under their little computer before I, you know, I'm not going to ask anybody. I'm a guy. You know, we don't ask yeah. for directions. So I get on the computer. There's that big information exactly. center in the middle of the store where you go for, ask for help. That's the first place I go when yeah. I go in there. I, go, I want this book. Do you have it? <laughs> I get on their little computer and sure enough, it shows that they have the titles on the shelf. So I go back and look again and still don't find it. And then I decide, all right, I'm going to have to ask somebody. So you. I asked somebody and they came over and they looked and, and couldn't find it. And hmm. she's like, well, I'm just going to go looking back to see if we have any. And she comes back out oh. with four copies, hands me one, puts three on the shelf. Wow. And I had planned on, there were two books that I was planning on getting. One was the, uh, the Pride of Baghdad, which I found. Thank you, by the way. And I also wanted to get a book by Robert Kirkman called The Walking Dead. Ew. The first hardcover is out and it collects, I think, the first 12 issues. And I wanted to get it. Because I felt that if you enjoyed Pride of Baghdad, mm-hmm. then you would like reading The Walking Dead. Oh. And you hear a title like that, and you're like, you know, and it is just to a certain extent a horror comic, but it's a zombie comic, but yet not. Okay. Let me try to explain this. Okay. Do you remember? Because we've watched a couple Night zombie of the movies. Dead. Not well. I don't. I'm, Are you uh, Night of the Living Dead under there? I've, ne- I've never. What's asked. that from? That's uh, Beetlejuice. Very good. I hate to admit I've never actually seen Night of the Living Dead. But we watched... Well, which I don't, one? I don't know if you... I don't know. You, any of them. They're both But good. do you remember watching the remake of Dawn of the Dead with me? It had Ving Rhames in it, and they're trapped in the shopping mall, and the zombies run really fast. And, no. And anyway, a lot of the zombie movies take place over, you know... In the mall? No. It's <laughs> like... awesome. Boom. They're zombies. We're trapped. We got to get free. We get free. The movie's over. Huh? What, what was walking? It called? Uh, I think it was called Dawn of the Dead. It was it was a okay. remake of of an original. But anyway, okay. what I think The Walking Dead because like I've read the, the first Comet, two trades. Great movie. Yeah, <laughs> The Walking Dead is more about the people who are still alive after the zombies. You know, after these zombies take over the world, kind of. You know, they're okay. out there. And the the whole zombie part is kind of the backdrop. It's kind of like saying that. The, of course, you've never read The Stand, have you? It's kind of like saying but The I've Stand it, But I is, know it doesn't compare. Yeah. But it's like sta- saying that The Stand is a book about a disease. The disease oh. is just the cause to get these people together. And that's kind of like what The Walking Dead is. I think you'd really like it. And it's a graphic novel? It's, or it's a- well, 
it's a current series that's out right now. Okay. But the issues are being collected in trades. And uh, I so think they're up to like up volume five or volume six. Yeah, I was wow. going to get the first volume of the hardbacks, mm-hmm. um, which the first one is out, which collects the first 12 issues, which are, you know, basically two two chapters. And um, the second one's coming out soon. So I think I'll just wait till the second one comes out and then I'll just get both of them together. You know, I didn't ask you how much did it cost? Uh, it was like 20 bucks. <gasps> The one you got me? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's, okay, well, don't that's, do that anymore. That's standard. Well, I had that gift certificate. But still. That's, wow. That's standard. Wow. That's standard. It was a hardback. Wow. But yeah, I buy hardback books. Well, that, yeah. And, wow. And, and, and you have to think, you know, it's like, well, geez. You We're know, in a, the wrong business. A, a, a prose novel costs about that much, and it's about 17 times as long. You know, it's yeah. so much longer, but... You, with, with a with a prose novel, all you're doing is is basically yeah, it's you're just paying the guy who wrote the book, right? But you're also paying an artist who has to put in. I, I don't want to say they put in more time than a writer because having mm-hmm. I'm not an artist, but I I do write and it's a very grueling process. But you know you're wow. you're paying for the writer and the wow. artist and the and it, it costs more to print a colored page sure of art would. than it would sure. a black and I white. I can totally text, see so. that. But don't do that again. We'll go to the library. <laughs> you know how many gallons of milk that is. Well, but it was a Borders Even when gift certificate. Dollar ninety nine a gallon at Dillon's. <laughs> we could we couldn't use the Borders gift certificate to buy milk at Dillon's. So I had okay, to. true enough. Well, thank you, thank you All for right. using your personal gift certificate yes. on me. Yeah, I That's got that very for, sweet. I got that for Christmas. Yeah. Well, you just scored some points. All right. Working on husband of the year here, people. Yeah, take that, the fixer. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy your wife something pretty. <laughs> well, um. Let's do some listeners' feedback. I gotta say okay. one thing first. Okay, I have to apologize. Apologize for using the B word last week. It's Did been really bugging a me a lot. The B R A Z I L L I A N word. Oh yes. When I am such a rated G, keep it clean kind of person, I can't believe that just spewed out of my mouth, knowing that some people were going to have to try to explain to what child. that meant to their children. I, and even now if they're listening, uh, but. Boy, I guess maybe even bikini wax would have been more appropriate. I feel really bad about that. Don't that worry that about just it. well, I do worry about it because it's, it's totally off the charts as far as something I would say in in front of children and in case kids are listening that just I feel I apologize so sincerely to any parent who maybe was put in a position of having to explain something that they weren't quite ready to explain. And frankly, if if you were and you kind of fudged it with your kids, you know, you sidetracked it. I'd like email us. Yeah, tell us. Email the story. us or call in. Let us know what you told them if that happened. I'd like to know how you just how you uh, got out of that one. Yeah, because I I would have been digging deep to get out of that one in front of a young person. So okay. So anyway. before before we get into listeners' feedback, bottom line, Pride of Baghdad, your first real comic book experience. I'm just proud of myself, and I hope other people yes. are too. But it was a good experience. It was a good experience. You, you enjoyed the story, but not for the cost. Well, <laughs> I mean, really, that's why I but, tend. That's but, why yeah. I tend to I mean, pick everything up because it was a short read. Yeah. Like I mean, I understand well, exactly, we talked yeah. about the cost involved in printing, but boy, I mean, I'm not as big into owning things mm-hmm. like that as you are. Though you like to get your books and put them all in alphabetical, or well, your DVDs. You want them out. The only thing I really like displayed is like the encyclopedias, <laughs> and they're up in the attic. 
because all of your CDs are taking up the, you know, you like to well, own that's why stuff. It says something <clears throat> about you. You know, when people come in, they see your orderly collection well, of, of various and that's why like, I had this, fanboy stuff. I had this other gift certificate that I was going to use that I got from work for, for uh, the holidays, and it was right. a $50 Your gift bonus. certificate. Yeah. And I was going to buy, because I was going to get The Walking Dead, and I figured I'd pick up a couple other books, but they didn't have The Walking Dead, so I was, you, you got, know. You were wandering around alone, exactly. unsupervised, with the gift certificate with in a With burning a hole in my pocket. That's and dangerous. It is. I got to spend it. I got to spend it. I got to spend it. I got to spend but it. But I, I was proud of myself, because I'm looking at all these books, and I'm thinking, I'd like to read that, but... Eh, I could get it from the library, you know? You weren't passionate about it. Like, exactly. I really want that. Exactly. And I'm proud of you because that's a big step for you because you don't usually leave a store like that without something for yourself, even if you didn't really, really, really want it. It's true. I'm selfish. You are coming along real good, hon. <laughs> you teach me good. I'm growing you up good. <laughs> All right. So, listeners' feedback. <laughs> Okay, let's get into listeners' feedback. We actually don't have any voicemail again this week. Hello, listeners. What's going on? It's not the holidays. You busy? Call me. Jeez. I'm going to stop doing this show. It's not (laughs) worth it. Call us any, any time. We didn't get any voicemails, but I I do have a couple of things that I want to read. This first one was posted over at the main website, justanotherfanboy.com, and it was a, a comment posted to episode number 30, and it just tickled me something great. So I wanted to go ahead and read it. This is from Samantha from Ohio, and she reads, she writes, I just wanted to say thank you. Your show is one of my favorite shows. Yes, that's right, one of my favorite. I was at one time a fangirl. I read faithfully each week as many of my childhood characters kicked butt, lived life, felt pain, and wove a web of interlocking tales. I was always the first in line on Capital Comics Delivery Day at my local comic book store. I never missed a beat, and I never got tired. Well, okay, I did sometimes, but who doesn't get tired of old rehash stories with just a hint of polish to make them seem new? But that is enough about that. I wanted to write this message to you to tell you thanks, and to tell you just how much your simple podcast has meant to me. I stopped my comic collecting days the week after Marvel killed the Ultraverse comic line. I was never sure exactly why they did it, but they did. Marvel bought them, uh, Marvel bought them, so stole a few ideas, uh, sorry. Marvel bought them, stole a few ideas, and shut the doors and turned out the lights. I guess that was the day I realized that the real world could be just as harsh as my comic world was. And if I wanted to read, all I had to do was open up the daily newspaper or watch the evening news to get my fill of turmoil and strife. Mm. Mm. I never purchased another comic again as a personal boycott of what I viewed as big money crushing creativity. It has been many years since that day. I am now a mother of two wonderful children with a husband who works 12 hour days. Last Christmas, my loving spouse purchased for me an iPod, and while surfing the web for things to listen to, I found your wonderful podcast. I now download you each week to hear what is going on in my long-ago-but-not-forgotten comic world. Your show makes me smile. It gives me enjoyment, and it helps me fill the time while I am cleaning or doing household Mm -hmm. chores. So to you, I felt I needed to say 
Thanks for the show and keep up the good work. You have given this listener a most splendid gift, the gift of remembrance. P.S. P.S. Congrats on show 30. Yours truly, just another fangirl, Samantha from Ohio. That is the most awesome I thing. read that today and it I made my cried. freaking day. Yeah, well, that can last you a whole year or something yeah. like that. Very deep, very thoughtful, very, very heartfelt words. Yes, it was very, very ni- a very nice thing to she read. She should write. She should, right. She puts words together really, yeah. really well. Makes them flow. She does. I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Very nice to get something like that. Thank you, Thank Samantha, you, Samantha from Ohio. I hope you stick around. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, and I do want to say real quick, she makes a comment in here about the Marvel killed the Ultraverse comic line. I think I read, if I remember correctly, Ultraverse had Prime, which I read for a little bit. And yeah, that... that I don't understand why a comic company does this. They, they, there was a, a, uh, it, it, this is the nineties and my mind's a little foggy from back then, <laughs> but your version of sixty. And I was working at a comic book store at the time when this happened. But if I remember correctly, it was the Ultraverse line was an actual line. It was a publisher and Marvel bought them and bought all their characters and started to actually publish them, publish these books and then just stopped for some reason. I'm not sure why. I want to know how old your kids are, Samantha. Yes, write us back. Send that's us a voicemail. That's the stuff I'm interested in. Yeah. And the guy who works 12 hours a day, man, that's a lot for any Oh yeah. For any left-at-home spouse because back in the day when you were working full-time, but we were having a hard time pinching pennies as much as we could, and you got a second job as the as a pizza delivery dude, you would be gone Oh yeah. Morning until yeah, because I'd go from one job right to the other, so I'd be gone out of the house by you know before seven and yeah. not be back until eleven. Yeah. So long yeah. days. So more power to you, sister yeah. friend. This next one uh, comes from the message board, cgspodcast.com slash forum. It's from regular listener Jay Cargith. Love the show, and I think your wife is a great addition. Plus, plus, I love hearing about the kids. Comes with being a dad, I think. Absolutely. I don't know. I like that your wife isn't into a lot of it. Allows me to see and quite often chuckle at the little absurdities (laughs) of comics. (laughs) That was a bad chuckle. (laughs) I never actually got my wife to read comics. Far from it. We don't share a lot of the same tastes. Such as, such, such as us, especially, yeah, especially when it comes to reading. If she ever read anything, it was up to her and likely out of sheer boredom at times. I did pick up the giant SIP pocketbooks. I have no idea what that is. And she read that in one sitting and she actively. Maybe it's su- like a cliff notes kind I, of thing. No, SIP. I'm sure it stands for something. I just don't know what it is. And she actually actively, he'll probably write in and say, SIP means this. And I'll go, oh, duh. <laughs> And she actively, she actively sought out the others. I'm pretty sure I never got through volume two. Oh, and she picked up, she picked out Dark Tower number one despite my protests. But it's awesome. Dark Tower is awesome. I thought the price tag was too high. Yeah. <laughs> but it's awesome. I'm going to say that again. Awesome. DCBS has spoiled me. Me too. Anyway, long story, a wee bit shorter. I love the contrast, though I bet you had a tough time recording this week. What with the new Boston Legal? Yeah, that would be last week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and kind of in the vein of your low rent fanboy tips, does anyone bag and board their comics back to back? Like with one with issue one on one side and issue two on the other. Sometimes I feel like I might be the only one. He shouldn't be. That's if you don't do that, that's just a waste. I I know, no, but I used to. When, when I yeah, because we're just spilling over in money now. (laughs) Well, when I when I didn't use boards, I would bag two comics at a time. But they don't tend. 
I find the kind of bags I get two comics and one board won't fit in one bag um, that well. Yeah, um, that could be a tight squeeze. Addition, he says, I just remembered, I also loved your wife's theory that Cap is off fighting in Afghanistan or yeah. somewhere. Gets my blood pumping just thinking All about right. it. right. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Next one I got here is from regular crazy man, Defixer3000, who I, I think is might be a little smitten with you. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, who wouldn't be? Well, yeah. He says, ha, I actually caught the show when it was ready, so I didn't have to wait until I got home to listen. I'm the man. I'm the man. <laughs> what an oddball. If you were invited to be in a podcast alley set up at a convention, would you go? This line really stood out for me because I was really hoping he was going to invite me to one. Oh, well, maybe but he will. He's never responded. And I just basically said, I would love to be at a convention in a booth as a podcast. But it would depend on when and where, because if they were going to say, hey, come to San Diego, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. About the addition of the wife, you're going to hear about this for a couple of shows. So gird the loins. No way. She's a lot of things. Sweet, fun to listen to, great as part of the team on the show, but annoying. Tell that guy who said this thing that I will send Clore over to his house to smite him the next time he says anything bad about one of our favorite lady podcasters. That's right. She's a podcaster now. Don't Gulp. forget to give her the medal. Gulp. Is there a medal? <laughs> what makes it work so I'll make a medal. <laughs> what makes it work so well is that we can tell you know each other. There's been a couple of complete each other's thoughts instances. You can feel the love for you have for each other through the iPod. I can feel the love. And that's just magic. <laughs> Dream weaver. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> Quick show idea. When you guys catch a new episode of Boston Legal, the wife should review it for the podcast. Yeah. William Shatner is in it, so that's kind of sort of related to fanboy stuff. Well, now that I'm in this, it's all about me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pretty soon we're going to be talking about Swiffer carpet cleaners. And do you bother dusting your mini blinds or do you just get new ones every year? Because <laughs> they're so darn cheap anymore. They are. It would just be easier. Just, oh, so much easier. Unless you had one of those, you know, they, of course, they the Still, ads for the Swiffer so things. Easier. You just go, it's done. We'll be so. talking about all kinds of goofy stuff. I also wanted to read an iTunes review. I hadn't planned Wait, on. You didn't finish. Yeah, I did. I just didn't get his little last sentence down. Did you down mention there. this? Yeah. Oh. Not to, Not to mention, and most importantly, having such a lovely person like your wife on destroys that silly stereotype of comic fanboy being lonely guys who live in their mother's basements and never... Okay. Sorry. That- so my stepdaughter just come downstairs talking on the phone and is ignoring the fact that we're recording, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, let me read that again. Not to mention, and most importantly, having such a lovely person like your wife on mm. destroys that silly stereotype of comic fanboy being lonely guys who live in their mother's basements and never get dates. Okay, so thank you, DeFixa. Now, let me see. Okay. Though, I got to say, I'm sweet. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people who probably know me in real life in the years past. Because I don't socialize much anymore because I keep busy with the kids. Who would argue with you on that? Because I didn't used to be a very sweet person. So I appreciate the fact that... You are sweet. That shines in me now. So thank you for saying nice things. Sweet as a pork chop. But I can be very annoying, so don't be blowing that off too fast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm annoying a lot of people right now, I'm sure. Uh. But anyway, appreciate it. 
Okay. Okay, so I, I'm going to read a, a, a review from iTunes, which I hadn't planned on doing this week. I wasn't going to really read any more iTunes oh, reviews. Oh, and you should say that I, I signed up. I am Mrs. Oh, Fanboy. Yes. One post so far over there, but Mrs. Fanboy is the wife, Karen. So say hi. Hello. We'll have to get you an avatar. Uh, I don't plan to be there too much. i got to right. save it off for the show. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to read an iTunes review. I, I was just going to stop reading any of those on the show unless one of them really stuck out. And this one kind of did because I jumped over to the, to the forum today while I was getting stuff, you know, the show notes ready and seeing if there's anything I wanted to read. <clears throat> and I look right on the homepage as I'm going down the list of podcast forums and I get to just another fanboy, and I see that the last post made in the just another fanboy forum is by username comic book noise. And I just literally, Whoa. I literally went, oh, no. <laughs> now, let me explain that. Yeah. Comic Book Noise, for those of you who don't know, is a podcast by Derek Coward. Derek Coward, who I enjoy, I enjoy his podcast. I listen to it every week and I love it. He is not afraid to speak his mind. He has his opinions and he doesn't, he sticks to him. He just doesn't care. And that's one of the reasons I like his podcast so much because he's not one of these people that will, you know, back down really or, 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 you know, sugarcoat it. He'll, he'll tell you, if he doesn't like it, he'll tell you. Yeah. And he's not afraid to tell you. So when I saw that he posted, you I was like, yeah. oh no. And so I read his post. You might never recover from yes, something. Yes. I'd have a heart attack. So, oh, do you hear that's that? a loud motorcycle out there. Man, he's cool. It's a nice day for it. Yeah. Here. Well, except it was raining, but now oh, it's yeah. not. <laughs> so he just simply he just simply stated that he had he uh, left a uh, a review over at iTunes. Mm. And that's pretty much all he said. And again, I went oh, That's like no. getting a note on your desk from your manager saying, yeah. "Please come see me in my office." Yeah, that You don't know. Yeah, cuz the last time that happened, I got, got laid fired. off. Yeah, exactly. Laid off. Laid off. So, I'm going to read this review <laughs> and I'm actually going to move the mic to do it so I can look at the screen. So, if you hear a little bumping and grumping, that's what that is. Okay, so I'm way over here. I go to iTunes and this is what I see. This the 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 title of the review just simply states "In Acquired Taste." And again, I went Oh, no. But he did give me four stars, and he says, Stephen could easily be be considered the clown prince of comic podcasting. That's awesome. And while that title fits, his show is a lot deeper than that. He is not just putting out a podcast. He is putting out a show, and show is in all caps. His enthusiasm for the work he does is evident whenever he opens his mouth. You can... You can tell by the care that he takes to produce the show. He will be out a lot longer than a lot of other podcasters. I'm not a big fan of the voices. Don't worry, Derek. Not a lot of people are. Don't care. But I appreciate what he is trying to do, and I respect him for that. A lot of people might not like just another fanboy, and I knew that going into it. But no one can accuse him of putting out a half-hearted effort. That also made my freaking day. You sure did. You had, yeah. You know, it's one thing, and I don't want to try to belittle Samantha from Ohio's feedback because that was loved beautiful it. and heartfelt. But it's one thing when a listener tells you, you know, just your average listener tells you, you know, you're you're and doing. I have a, a feeling she's not your average listener. Well, so anywho, no. but 
you know, when one of your fellow podcasters when steps a fan, up, yeah. when a fan tells you, yeah, but it's when one, thing. one of your fellow podcasters, especially a podcast that I've been listening to since I started listening to, to comic book podcasts before I even started doing this, when they step up and say, you're doing a good job. Yeah. You know? That's he, huge. He might as well have just been mean Joe Green from the Pittsburgh Steelers and gave me the jersey off his back because I gave him a Coke. Okay, I'm glad I realized now <laughs> that that's a commercial because I thought, how many comic book geek fanboys use sports references? <laughs> you, you're sure as heck ain't going to hear me do it. usually one or the other as far as sports and comics and not always. You know, but that's kind of the stereotypical thing. So I thought you were going with the football analogy. That was yeah. really going to blow my mind. Okay, so that was listeners' feedback. That was pretty cool. I do want to say in regard to some of the stuff that he said that I am a little concerned um, since the production is different now, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, we've changed the format with just this talking, chatting thing, that he who might be throwing a wrench in something that he thinks is good. So, Well, but he he posted in response to uh, my episode 29 thread. So I'm going to assume he listened to episode 29, which was the first episode you were on. Yeah. And we do still have Norman and Gary, mm-hmm. just not tonight. You know, And you've got all the music in between the bits and whatnot, true. which I love. The bits and pieces. The bits and pieces. So. Yeah. All right. So let's do some news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort. This week's news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort is brought to you by the good people at Peppy Pete's Potty Palace. When was the last time you used a public restroom that was clean and not covered with bodily waste? How often do you walk into a gas station bathroom only to turn right back around for fear of losing your lunch? Do you ever dream of using the type of facilities you see in five-star restaurants without paying for the five-star meal? Well, thanks to Peppy Pete's Body Palace, your dreams have become a reality. Peppy Pete has labored continuously over the past decade to provide the finest and low-cost luxury pay toilets on each city block in each city and town around the nation. So when you have to go but don't want to sit on 16 layers of toilet paper, then try Peppy Pete's Body Palace. Only 25 cents a visit or buy a membership card for only $10 a month. Peppy Pete's Body Palace. It's the place to crap. Heroes Online comic to continue after season ends. The Hollywood Reporter notes that NBC will continue the online Heroes graphic novel after the show's first season wraps up on May 8th. Mm. That's kind of interesting. I don't think I knew that it was online. Yeah, there's uh, each week on uh, NBC, on the Heroes site on NBC, they do a uh, like a five, four to five page comic, which kind of fills in between episodes. It's not anything that's integral. Um, Good word. <laughs> but uh, and I and I'm really hoping that in the off season when they do these, that it's not something that if you don't read them, that you're not going to understand what's going on in the next season. I don't think they're going to do that, but hope you know. Hey, is the artist on that show? Uh, is he somebody who does the artwork for the show? The the actual art is done by Tim Sale, who's a who's a comic book artist. Okay, what's yeah. he best known for? Um, Curiosity. Off the top of my head, Batman the Long. Uh, the Long Halloween, I think it's what it's called. It's a one of the best Batman stories ever told. Well, I bet he's working in the cash. I bet he is. Okay. Hunter Rose returns and behold the devil. 
For the first time in over a decade, comics pioneer Matt Wagner writes and draws a miniseries starring his most influential creation, Hunter Rose, the original and most feared assassin known as Grendel. Launching this July with the 50-cent prologue issue, Grendel, Behold the Devil, chronicles an untold chapter in the life of Hunter Rose over the course of eight intrigue-laden, blood-soaked issues. A child prodigy, Rose grew up to become a best-selling novelist by day and a criminal mastermind by night. It was only after his death that Rose's step-granddaughter, the noted journalist Christine Spar, discovered his private journals and uncovered Grendel's true meaning as a symptom of society's mediocrity and ceaseless lust for violence. Now the final missing pages of Rose's journals, long thought lost, have been discovered. Colored in the black and white, colored in the black, white, and red color palette synonymous with the stories of Hunter Rose. Each issue in this eight-part series contains 20 pages of story and retails for $2.99. Featuring an introductory story exclusive to the issue, the 50-cent prologue of Grendel, Behold the Devil, arrives on sale from Dark Horse Comics on July 18th. Comics rule the box office. This past weekend saw comics come in on top at the box office, with TMNT bringing in a domestic box office of $25.5 million to put it in the top spot, with Frank Miller's 300, 300 following at a close second with $20.5 million. That's kind of neat to see the two leading movies are comic book movies. And here are three movie rumors that I found on the web. These okay. may come to pass. These may not come to pass. Hugo Weaving will voice the character of Megatron in the new Transformers movie. Who's that? Hugo Weaving was Agent Smith in The Matrix, the main bad guy agent who... The one who stood in front of the yeah. fan? No. He was the one... You remember? No, I'm thinking of... What are you thinking about? <laughs> the Matrix, he... You help your landlady take out her garbage, Mr. Anderson. What am I thinking? I don't know. What fan? No, it's... He also did a... Uh, oh, was... uh, I'm thinking of a... Uh, okay, it doesn't even matter. But dogma. That's who the bad guy I was thinking of. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> he also was the man behind the mask in V for Vendetta. Number two, Neil Patrick... That should be a blooper. That whole thing right there. <laughs> Bloop. <coughs> Number two, Neil Patrick Harris will appear in the upcoming Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Or is he just going to be a voice talent in the New Frontier animated movie? One or the other, who knows? Interesting. For those of you who don't know Neil Patrick Harris, Doogie Howser. I wonder if he's a comic book fan. I don't know. We need to get him on our list. Of and number three, Matthew Modine will play Bruce Banner in Hulk number two. Is that true? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure I see that. I've also heard that uh, Andrew Brody was talking about playing I do like Bruce Banner. Yeah, he's all right. And out on this week on DVD, we've got Fantastic Four, World's Greatest Heroes, Volume 1. That's the, uh, the newest Fantastic Four animated series. That's on our Netflix queue now. Oh, wonderful. Happy Feet. That's on our Netflix queue now. That is good. And Children of Men. Yeah, what is that? That's the movie that that's set in like a, a, a futuristic world where mm. people, women are no longer having children. Oh, yeah. And okay. he finds the baby or something and everybody's after it. Well, finds the pregnant lady. Yeah. Okay. And, and actually, it's it's funny because... Um, it's not funny. 
Well, no, it's not funny. <laughs> but I just listened to an interview on Comic Geek Speak with Matt Fraction, who I love, who lives in Kansas City. And he said he saw the movie and he, he loved it, but it... I don't know if he found it creepy or just so intense that he says he will never watch it again. Whoa. <laughs> so, I'm intrigued. Okay. All right, so. Yeah, I didn't see anything on the list that jumped out at me this week. Okay. Not a thing. Not even Vampire Dentist? No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Sometimes I like to just look through the horror tiles because there's such is. funny titles. And I almost put, van- I think it was it's either Dentist Vampire or Vampire Dentist, which makes me think of uh, Steve Martin from... That would scare that, uh, a lot of people from going yeah. to the dentist. <laughs> All right, so those are, that was your news and information you could have easily gotten for yourself with just a little effort. I'm going to have to work on that. Yeah. I could do that sometime. And now my comic book, Picks of the Week. Okay, so I got two more for you again this week, and they're both from Marvel Comics, so that whole thing I said last week about picking one from each company. Yeah. Well, that didn't last long. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. (laughs) Okay. First issue is Punisher War Journal number five. Um, There's that gross I know. (laughs) This is written by Matt Fraction, who I've mentioned a lot this week. (laughs) Artist is Ariel Olivetti. Letters is uh, done by Virtual Calligraphy's Joe Carmagna, who's, you know, I never paid attention to letters much when I started this podcast, and this guy's name pops up all the time. Assistant editor is Michael O'Connor. Editor is Axel Alonzo. I'm going to kind of try to zip through these this week because we're already running kind of long. But Again. Um, Punisher War Journal number five was a great book. In essence, it's just a a standoff between a character by the name of Bushwhacker, who's really a creepy character. Look at this dude. Yeah. He, he has the ability to morph his arm. I don't know if it's both arms or just the one into various guns, but he's got a hostage. There's a guy named Ian. No, that's not the kind of who, guy you want living down the road. No, there's a, a guy named Ian who is a, an, an auxiliary police officer in New York who, who volunteered for the uh, auxiliary force after 9-11 because he wanted to do something to, to support the, the police and the, 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 the fire department. And uh, anyway, he faces off against the Bushwhacker, and, and the Bushwhacker is there with uh, uh, GW Bridge. And you come to find out in the end that really it, it was all just a subtle plan by GW Bridge to use this to draw the Punisher out because Mr. Bridge is after the Punisher. And at one point, you know, because it starts out with uh, the Bushwhacker demanding a helicopter and he winds up after, you know, in this uh, standoff. He says, fine, you know what? Never mind. Don't give me a, a helicopter. Just bring me the Punisher. And the Punisher does show up at the end. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Really good issue. The, the very last page is, uh, they're in Times Square and. Never been there. Everything just kind of stops. 
because all those video monitors you see throughout Times Square mm-hmm. start showing the Jump news footage. Yeah, the news footage of Captain America being shot. Oh. And everybody just kind of stops and the Punisher says, oh, oh no. no. And then his caption thought, not him. And then he's standing there and he says, no. So this is leading to the Punisher putting on the Captain America costume. I know it is. But <clears throat> this, again. The symbol's got to stay. Well, yeah. He's, he, he, he respects Captain America. Though he's pretty much the polar opposite of Captain America because he kills. But this, this was a really good kind of a, a, one in, a done in one type of issue because it deals with this auxiliary police officer, Ian. And you find out that he's actually, he was actually let go because he, he, he couldn't, I don't know, he was getting very depressed because he lost his entire family and the whole Stanford incident that started civil, the Civil War. And, uh, anyway, it was just, it was a really good issue. Matt Fraction is quickly becoming another one of my favorite writers to be put up there with Ed Brubaker and, and Brad Meltzer. I'm really glad I picked up Punisher War Journal because I got the first issue and was like, eh. And then, you know, ended up loving the second issue. So I'm, I'm glad I'm getting this book. And the art is just, is just great. I love, pretty good. I'm just looking through. I love the art, especially you'll notice certain scenes where the background is pretty much a photo Mm -hmm. of, you know, New York City behind them, but it's kind of, morphed a little to look like comic book art. They don't do that in every panel. Mm-hmm. Just every once in a while, you'll notice, hey, that's an actual photograph there behind him. But it works. And I think it really makes the art kind of pop. So, great story. Punisher War Journal is definitely something you should be picking up, especially if you are reading the Captain America issues now. So, do you think his name is Ian or is it Ian? I think I'm going to go with Ian. Okay. You do that. The next okay. one I have for you is uh, okay. Criminal... Also a number five. We're going with number five issues tonight. Uh, Criminal, written by my favorite writer, Ed Brubaker. Artist is Sean Phillips. Colors by Val Staples. Um, This is the last part in the first story arc um, in which Leo is duped by our main character, Leo, who's a thief, is duped by a, uh, a friend of his to steal what he thinks are diamonds in a um a police evidence van okay and come to find out he's not a, he doesn't they don't steal diamonds it's actually a, a briefcase full of heroin and there's a dirty cop involved and uh this girl that he has help out you know they they they're the only two that escape with their lives and they're hiding out in the woods in this old cabin and blah blah yeah blah 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 it, <laughs> It's a really good book because the the last issue ended with the bad guys showing up at the cabin while Leo was gone and finding Greta there alone and they they kill her. And so Leo throughout this whole five five issue arc you've always been told that he's very um you know he does not take a job unless he knows that he can get out without getting caught. He's very safe, he's very cautious. And throughout the whole five issue series, you think it's because his his father, who got him into crime, he gets arrested and dies in prison. 
And so throughout this whole five issue arc, you're thinking that the, the main reason why he's very cautious and safe is because he doesn't want to end up like his father. And you find out in this issue that ultimately the reason why his father went to jail was for killing and uh, murdering another criminal. Well, you find out it wasn't his father who did it. It was Leo. And what Leo's really afraid of is this rage, this killer rage that's inside him that he never lets loose. And that's why he doesn't do certain jobs, because he knows when it gets loose, he's going to kill somebody. And he does a whole lot of killing in this book. So if you like just straight up crime books, Criminal is the book for you. Um, I'm really liking this series because the next issue, issue number six, it's just a whole... Okay, you got it in some oh, water there. <laughs> sorry, I got the book. She got the book slightly in wet. The water and ring. I'm freaking out oh, now. Gosh. Okay, right. where's that number for that divorce attorney? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> sorry. All right, I'm not going to sleep at all tonight. <laughs> so, anyway, um, gosh. the next issue, issue number six, starts pretty much a whole new story. So, criminal number five, if. Frankly, if you're not reading every single thing that Ed Brubaker puts out, you're a fool. Of course, I don't think I read everything that Ed Brubaker puts out, but I've been known to be a fool now and again. Everybody's got to be now and again. So that's my comic book picks of the week. Punisher War Journal number five. Picks of the week. Criminal number five. Good stuff. All right. Okay. So. So buttons. Anything else you want to talk about uh-huh. before we wrap up the show? I, I made a couple of notes that okay. I popped into my head. Um, every two weeks uh, at our son Simon's preschool, they they have a new letter <laughs> of the week, or it's actually for two weeks. And this week, well, every week, you know, we find out what the letter is. And Simon, what's your what's your? Well, they call it the secret sound. What's the secret, your secret sound. sound this week because they always, you know, if it's like, you know, S, it's s. s-, s- What's your secret sound this week? Mm, mm, oh, M. And what what do they do with the secret sound? They then go come up with as many words as they can as a group that start with start that with letter. that letter. You start with that class. sound. Yeah, and so Simon will come home and they'll say, "Okay, so like what words?" And uh, so this week it's the letter L. And he would say like lion and lemon, lemon, um, love. Yeah, things like that. And the first thing, well, we now come up, try to come up with, uh, you started it, is whatever superheroes or villains begin with the, the secret sound of the week. And, of course, you got so, it this week because he said I L. You, and I immediately you froze. Yeah, because I immediately go to superheroes and I'm like, L, L. And it, it, it took me an hour before I even come up with Lightning Lad, but you jumped right on it. Lex Luthor, baby. Lex Luthor. Lana Lang. Lana Lang. Lois Lane. Lois Lane. I was on top of it. So, I'm getting into this. Oh, that's so sad. So I guess what you're trying to say is you want some audience participation. Sure. So we'll let you know. Well, if you can think of any other L's, because it's really cool then the next day, Simon goes to school. They're all in their circle. You know, letter L, whatever little song they sing or whatever. Then they all start shouting out letters that begin with that. Um, letters, words that begin with that letter. And, you know, Simon, Simon will be in there tomorrow going, Lex Luthor! <laughs> Lois Lane! Yeah. So cool. So, if you can think of any other L1s, let us know. Uh, call the voice line. Or, yeah, because I still can't think of, other than those four. Lex, Lana, Lois, and Lightning Lad. Mm-hmm. Nothing else is springing to mind. Yeah. And so then every two weeks, we know what the new secret sound is. We'll, we'll let, let y'all you, know. And, we'll let you know. Yeah, see if you can... 
help us with some new ones because that's pretty cool. Another thing, I know we can't go over every single uh, listener feedback that mm-hmm. gets posted on your forum and whatnot because that n- you're getting so much feedback anymore. Yeah, it would just turn into an hour, an hour and a half of us just reading <laughs> comments off the forum. Oh, love us. Kind yeah, of thing. You, you could go to the forum and read them. Right, but just a shout out to the stay-at-home dad who listens. I don't have his screen name jotted down. I think it was Jay Cargath. I just don't recall, but... Woohoo! You got to give it up to anybody, Mister Mom. With their kids, great well, movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. Have Have you ever met your wife's boss dressed in a uh, flannel shirt with a chainsaw? Probably not. Okay, okay probably so. not. But just hello and keep listening and let me know how old your your kids are too. Yeah, I'm all down with that. And I wanted to say, who are your picks? For Dancing with the Stars. We're not uh, real big geeks when it comes to that, but we do watch because we want to, you know, we want to be in on what's going yeah, on Yeah, the because there, there are certain nights that, uh, you know, when you're in a marriage or you're in a relationship, you're living <laughs> with somebody or you're in a marriage, you're going to have certain shows that you watch and certain shows that your spouse or your partner watches. Right. And, you know, I guess... You know, in, we, in, we're in not our house, really into the whole everybody going into other rooms. Yeah, because because in our except house, except when I used to go and watch Boston Legal. Yeah, if you want to go into another room to watch a TV show, you got to go and just stand in the kitchen. Yeah, because we don't so, have a TV in the bedroom yeah. or anything. So and so we also when just dances, don't like being split yeah. up like that. When Dances with the Stars is on, you watch it, and then so I started watching, it, and I really didn't probably get into it until last season. Yeah, well, me and, either. Yeah, I suppose there was a reason why there was somebody probably that I wanted to see, you know, but I can't recall who it might have been. But I don't think we watch it like religiously last I, season we didn't but this this year you know yeah. and i'm going with uh and now his, me, his name escapes me but oh cliff no. clavin all the way john john ratzenberg yeah that's your your yeah. your pick it's my pick and then you said somebody else too oh and billy ray billy ray right? cyrus we're both yeah, yeah as much as i freaking hated that guy when his achy breaky song came out because my mom loved him <laughs> you know I, he, uh, he, I'm he's got to be an underdog because yeah. that first week he was just so bad. Oh, he was terrible. But I felt bad for him, so you know I gotta I gotta say go Billy Ray. So and, vote uh, for John Ratzenberger. Yeah, and uh, those are my two guys picks right now. And then on um, the girls' side, uh, Layla Ali, and I'm going with Heather Mills. I'd have to go because my, you got to give it up to her for coming here. Um, my, my in the middle of her whole yeah. you know marriage fiasco stuff. Yeah, and the rumors of her. Right. Beaten Paul McCartney. No rumors that he beat her. Oh, I thought it was the other. I thought it was vice versa. Well, whatever it was, it was rumors, and she's yeah. here to make nice. <laughs> Let's give her. But the yeah, I, I'll go John Ratzenberger and Layla Ali. Okay. Yeah, and we'll see is how it things burger? go. Is it Ratzenberger or Ratzen? I think so. Okay. So let Cliff. us know who your picks are, because I'd be curious to know. We'll have a. Ooh, we could do like a like they like March Madness kind of. What do they call the, uh, the brackets? Yeah, <laughs> we could do something like that. Okay, so let's wrap up the show. Wrap um, it up like a present. Spread a little of the Just Another Fanboy love. You can go to the board and post at cgspodcast.com slash forum. And actually, they, they changed the URL. You can use that link and get there, but it's going to take you to cgspodcast.com slash forum, followed by there. the number two. Just get there. Um, <laughs> go there and post. And actually, I did want to mention, I just I wanted to give a shout out to old Jay Cargath. Because I noticed just last week that in his signature on the board is my yeah, Just Another Fanboy icon. So cool, huh? That was awesome. Thank you, Jay, for that. Yeah. Uh, you can also are good. People are nice. And you don't like people. What's wrong with you? <laughs> 
I don't. You're I like I like individuals. I don't like people as a whole. I understand a lot of people so, in the customer and, service and yet industry. I, I am don't. in the customer service industry. Um, we are just another fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that at comicspodcasts.com. It's a great place to go to just get some good comic book podcasts. Okay, I like to spread a lot of the love of the other the other podcasts out there because there's a lot of great ones, and that's a nice central location that you can go to and and each day go there and you may find a podcast you've never heard before. Download and listen to it. Um, and speaking of the comic comics podcast network, I want to give a shout out to fellow podcaster. Um, and now I can't think of his name. He, oh, he his his screen name is happens? his screen name is Anubis over on the forums. He does uh the comic comic book savant and you can find him at comicspodcast.com. uh he's i've i played uh one of his uh promos on the show i think in episode 29 and i think i i'll stick one in on this episode so you've probably already heard it mm-hmm. um but he played one of my he played my promo so the wonders and, of editing yes um comicspodcast.com check him out you can also join us at comicspace.com and be one of my friends at comicspace.com slash just underscore another underscore fanboy. I was such a meathead when I signed up for that because I just could have put just another fanboy, but I had to put in the stupid underscores oh, for some reason. Man. But, but that's where we're at. Like I said, I don't go, I only go there once a week and that's to post a new bulletin when a new episode comes out. Also, um, Put up your iTunes reviews because that really helps the show out. The more reviews we get up there, the more likely people are to find the show. You can also send us a voicemail at the Just Another Fanboy voice line at one 309 8367 extension 212, and use your soft, sultry voice to speak your love Let's hear from or you, hate Heather. of the show. Yes, Heather. Where you been? Mom, let her call. She likes eggs. She loves the eggs. She likes some eggs. I had poached eggs for the first time. You had poached eggs on toast. I made you poached eggs on toast. They're creepy. It's something my mom used to make for me like whenever I was sick. They're creepy looking. (laughs) Because you basically just have a pot of boiling water and you crack an egg into it. Yeah. And they- I probably don't do it the way you're supposed to. They look creepy when they're they're cooking. Yeah. 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 All the, well, and because, yet they're tasty. Like I said, I just cracked the whole thing into it. Maybe you're yeah. supposed to drain off some of the white. I don't but know. it just all floats around in there. It looks like a It ghost. looks like an alien autopsy. It's pretty you know, It cool. looks like one of those alien okay, fetuses now, in the jar. I can never. Okay. This is, <laughs> gosh, don't ruin it for me. Uh, one more okay, thing. Okay, and I just want to say I'm looking at the comic book that got wet, and it looks fine. Okay. The comic book no, is fine. No permanent damage. I'm not, sorry. Not that I'll, I'll ever sell it. My comic book collection We're not real big coaster users here, so... Hopefully go to one of the kids. My glass was sweating, and I threw it on the coffee table. Sweaty glasses. Um, three, two, one, penguins. Wasn't on last Saturday. Uh, like, I, try, I think I said the first time I mentioned it, they either show at what is a 10 o'clock here, our time, since Central. time. Um, three, two, one penguins or Larry, Larry Boy, Boy stories. stories. And they did two weeks in a row of three, two, one penguins. And then last week was Larry Boy stories. So if by any chance you were <laughs> tuning in to see what the Kevin is all about, y- you didn't miss it. I mean, you missed it, but you didn't, you didn't miss it. Everybody missed it because <laughs> it was Larry Boy stories instead. So, yeah. you know, and if you hopefully- have. You'll get to, hopefully it'll be on this week. We'll just see. And if you have any more, any other suggestions for Karen, as far as books to read, because she did enjoy the Pride of Baghdad, something else like that, you know, because 
You know, she's probably I not going to be into you. the superhero comic. I love you, too. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> how long have you been trying to get me to read something? And how much has have yeah. comic books come between us from time to time? I mean, yeah. we've had some, we've butted heads over that. So Almost literally. Yeah. Like rams. Yes. Button heads. You could hear the, the crack of our heads butting <laughs> down, awesome the, down the road. That is an awesome sound. We're really just stretching <laughs> All right, people. Okay, so until next week, I'm Steven. And I'm Karen. And I'm just another fanboy. And I'm getting there. Good job. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.